What's possible if you let go of the molds, shoulds, right, wrong, and supposed tos? What could you create? Who would you get to be and what would you experience? As a leader, parent, colleague, or whatever hat you're wearing, what qualities would you bring to the space? This podcast will invite and empower you to step over the idea of waiting for tomorrow or for someday and begin today a forging hand in hand with your fear, your bold leaps towards the life, team, or business that truly fills you up and inspires you. Hi, I'm your host, Rebecca Zimmerman, personal development and transformational leadership coach and recovering perfectionist. If you believe it's time to step out of the rat race and into your own success on your own terms, you are in the right place. Welcome to Trailblazing Growth. Welcome back. Today, we're talking about giving feedback in a mess. That can look like a lot of different things, but the commonality is they all center around a general commitment and all involve a relationship with another human. A mess typically looks like a disagreement, someone feeling unheard or unseen, someone feeling frustrated or angry with how the other person is showing up and what they're doing. And this can happen when you're being a parent, a boss, an employee, a spouse, a friend, a customer, or when you're being the service provider, you name it. I use the word mess intentionally because that is just what it is. It's something you can clean up. Each person has their own side of the street, meaning both people have contributed to the mess and can clean it up. When you're in the mindset of cleaning a mess up, You're being responsible and being at cause of how things go, despite not really knowing how the other person will respond. And with every response or absence of a response from the other person, you are presented over and over again with a choice. And in that choice, you are being responsible for choosing in the negatives and positives that follow. Let's say you've hired a vendor to handle your cleaning. And you've noticed over the past 60 days that things keep being missed. Toilets are not being cleaned. Tables are not being wiped down. This creates frustration inside of you. You keep bringing this to their attention. They keep coming back and saying, oh, there must have not been enough light in the room to see it. Oh, I don't know how that could have happened. Yeah, I'll take care of it. But it keeps happening. And you keep hearing the same thing. In the meantime, you're coming in early to work to clean after they clean. So not only are you frustrated about the pattern of conversation that's happening, but you're also spending extra time on things that you have outsourced to someone else. So you have a mess on your hands. How do you want to be about it? You can be out of fact of the circumstance and get hooked. And when you're hooked, you're out of fact of what's happening being a victim to the circumstance, and you're either suffering through, attacking, or quitting. That might look something like continuing to come in early, to clean after they clean, biting your tongue and holding resentment towards them, aka being in the sufferer mode. You can speak to them using a harsh tone and yell at them and tell them they need to do better or they'll get fired, aka being in the attacker mode. You can fire them and go find another vendor, aka being in the quitter mode. Or who else do you want to be about it? You can be at cause for what's happening. 
I know, super humbling to even consider. NMS, being responsible, is weeding out your commitments and getting clear to move away from being right. Underneath every complaint, there's a desire. And under the desire, there's a commitment. What are you committed to? Are you committed to still partnering with this vendor? Notice I said partner because it's partnership, which is a relationship. Relationship comes with intimacy, breakdowns, reinventions, and you name it. But it starts with a commitment to be in partnership and stand for partnership. This is stepping into true intimacy because you're stepping into an unknown result through an intimate conversation, which is vulnerable. It's intimate because you're meeting them on a human level, not just a job level. You're seeing their human emotions. You're with your own human emotions. You don't know how they'll respond, what they'll do. Will they quit? Will they yell? Will they cry? Will they say nothing? In this place of the unknown, you just might make more of a mess. In leadership, this is the place to practice bringing your humanity into the room. Being human means you make messes and you get to clean them up rather than turning a blind eye to them, shutting them down, or stepping over them. In this conversation with your vendor, you're telling them what's working and what's not working. You're telling them what's on your foreground present in your mind. You're telling them what story you've been making up or what you've been imagining. Because when you use words like, I'm making up or I'm imagining, it's just that. You're not speaking to it as if it's truth or reality. You're speaking to your interpretations and how this relationship is affecting you. You're using words like I and me rather than the word like you or finger pointing. You are being responsible for what you're saying, the impact the relationship is having on you as a human, and you're owning your side of the street. When we speak this way, we can simultaneously own our own interpretations and our imaginations, and we can have a better chance of not having the other person armor up in defense. When we come from a place of, you're not even trying, or you're not taking the feedback, this is coming from a place of blaming or being right. When speaking from this place, you're effectively throwing muck on them because you're assuming to their intentions. And when someone has muck being thrown on them, they'll armor up, defend, resist, blame, and finger point right back at you. Now you're in a ping pong match going nowhere. No one is heard or seen, and the outcome is division, which is the opposite of your commitment of partnership. So when coming from a place of partnership, you would be able to physically sit with them knee to knee. You're willing to put the problem in front of you and them rather than between you. You're ready to sit, listen, and accept that you might not fully understand their side. You're ready to acknowledge what they do well rather than pick apart their mistakes. But the big tell for me is if I'm not ready to sit knee to knee with the person, then I'm not being a leader for partnership. And then I need to take more time to clear my headspace. When coming from a place of partnership, rather than coming from a place of being right or blaming, this could look like, hey, I need to chat with you. Is right now a good time? 
if it is, then, then invite them to come sit with you. And when you're sitting with them, that could sound something like, I really acknowledge you for bringing your integrity, devotion, pride, and service into your cleaning of the floors and windows. I've noticed the sun really shining through and people have even stopped mid-conversation to compliment our nice glass and shiny floors. So really outstanding job there and thank you for bringing your qualities into this area. But I'm curious how we can bring those same qualities into the toilets and tables and the other areas that I've pointed to over the past couple of months. I'm committed to making this partnership work for both of us and I'm noticing that I'm coming in after you to clean those areas. And I've also noticed that I'm beginning to build up some resentment about it because like, I don't want to. So I'm here, I'm coming to you to, I guess, kind of like reinvent how this has been going. And my question is, what do you see as your obstacle of bringing those same qualities of like integrity, devotion, pride, service, um, like with you and the areas of windows and floors, like that you've done in windows and floors, but bring those into toilets and tables. Pause. Silence. Wait for them to respond. They may respond back short and quick and try to get out of there as quick as possible. They may break down. They may attack and say they don't know what you're talking about. In this moment, this is the heart of relationship. You're here to support them and the partnership you're committed to. Whatever they say, really listen. If you're noticing you can't be with them, then tell them you want to circle back with them once you both have had some space. If you're able to fully listen, hear them and talk to their humanity. Tell them what you heard rather than telling them what they said. What you hear and what they think they said might be two totally different things. Get curious on what their obstacle is. Maybe it's timing. Maybe they're trying to rush because they can't see to drive at night. Maybe that part of the relationship needs to be reinvented too, if you're willing. The key here is who you're being. You being at cause every step of the way in the conversation and you standing for what you're committed to. If what they can provide does not align with your needs, then there's not a win-win. You're reinventing this relationship to create a win-win rather than a win-lose. And that's when you win and they lose or a lose-win when you lose and they win. Here you're taking yourself off the pedestal of being right and you're relating to them as a partner rather than a service provider. You're acknowledging them for the qualities they bring into the room on a human level and really seeing them. I've seen this storyline played out of in a few different ways, but it sometimes has the cleaning company come back and say, oh, I totally get it. And I'm personally going to make sure things come back to ship shape. But then they go on to say something like, I also just need to say it's really hard for me because I'm trying to balance keeping everyone happy and people are people and they mess up and you need to see us as humans who make mistakes. And by the way, thank you for your grace in that. How did that end part leave you? Well, if you're like the majority of humans, I bet that felt like they got muck on you. What happened here is their apology and commitment was just shadowed by their own hardship and what they need from you 
kind of in a blamey kind of way. And that's pretty typical because it's uncomfortable for most people to be standing in the face of someone's needs that they triggered and sit with them in it. In this place, remind yourself of your commitment. Are you committed to partnership still? If so, hear them. Notice if you feel like the problem is sliding towards you or staying in front of both of you. Notice if you feel hooked. When you're hooked, that's when you armor up. If you're hooked, tell them you want to press pause and circle back with them. From here, bring accountability to the space without blaming or shaming. Acknowledge the power dynamics at play. Tell them what you need. And that may sound something like, I know you may see me as the customer right now, and maybe you're trying to appease me, but I want to assure you I'm your partner in this. I really need the tables and toilets cleaned with the same level of quality as you're bringing to the other areas. What do you need from me to accomplish that? You're sliding that problem back in front of both of you. You're asking them what they need from you. You are telling them what you need without blame and shame. You're setting the container for the relationship to work for you. As Brene Brown puts it, clear is kind and unclear is unkind. You are being clear here while maintaining your commitment to partnership, reinventing agreements rather than letting incognito expectations to linger and create resentment. And you did this without throwing muck on them. Walking into a mess, creating a mess, and walking away ensuring you've cleaned up your mess takes practice and more practice. Before you walk away, directly ask them if there's anything they need from you to feel complete. Is there anything they need from you to clean anything up on your side of the street for the relationship? For relationships to blossom and for both parties to feel like they've been heard and seen, if you don't feel heard and seen, then guess what happens? Frustration happens, then anger happens, then resentment, then resignation happens. And that typically looks like quitting or not giving a fuck anymore and being maliciously obedient, meaning you're doing exactly what's expected and no more or no less, which equally doesn't serve the relationship. To feel heard, they need acknowledged for who they're being on a human level. They need acknowledged not just for their hard work, but who they had to be to put in that hard work. They had to be diligent, dedicated, persistent, and an example of contribution, an example of innovation, an example of partnership. A good indicator of what quality to see in another person is hearing what they need from you. If they want you to be accountable, it's because they themselves are an accountable person. Acknowledge them for that. This is seeing someone. You'll probably see them take a deep breath, sit back in their chair. Their shoulders will loosen. In this place of having an open, collaborative conversation, you are stepping into making more of a mess, which is a really cool place for you because that means you're growing, you're evolving, and you're stepping into something that most people avoid and then end up feeling that void in the relationship or recreating that same thing that keeps chasing them in their life. If you're stepping into a mess, that also means you're putting trust in the other person's wisdom and brilliance that they too can have an uncomfortable human experience right alongside you to grow and flourish. 
going in to create a win-win through partnership is a beautiful thing to model for other people. All right, that's it for today. Keep trailblazing growth and taking those bold leaps. If you'd like to connect, send me an email at coach at trailblazersgrowth.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at trailblazersgrowth. Finally, make sure to check out my website, trailblazersgrowth.com, for all details about individual coaching and upcoming group programs. See you next time.